Welcome to Art Things Considered, where we consider art. I'm Isabella Pico. I'm Macy Wilson. I'm Tyler Vasquez. And I'm Matthew Morrow. And welcome to ATC episode 12. Wow. There's as many episodes as there are eggs in an egg carton. Wow. How beautiful. <laughs> Macy, that was so weird. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. But yeah, episode 12, guys, this is great stuff. Uh, we have a lot of really cool uh, stuff to talk about today. Um, we've got little local theater. We've got some gaming and movie news. They're going to be doing a weird... crossover episode. Yeah, a crossover, <laughs> yeah, yeah, crossover episode. Yeah, let's go with that. And what it's is like... this? A crossover episode? <laughs> That's a reference to a TV show, which is my domain. Actually, yeah, I'm, just, I'm taking all your spending today. About a TV show too. So, um... guys, we're just <laughs> appropriating Matt's culture right now. Tyler is just like coming in, like he's trying to just swipe Matt out of the picture. Apparently, I'm that's sorry, what man. it is. Wow. No, I don't mean to. <laughs> I do. <laughs> all good, all good. But yeah, well, let's kick this episode off with some Broadway beat, Missy. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about some local theater. So because next week's spring break, so there'll be a little week in between when you hear from us. I'm going to give you a little bit of a heads up on some stuff that's coming up soon. So the School of Theater and Dance from March 22nd to the 31st will be performing Luna Gale, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, But it's a Pulitzer Prize finalist, uh, Rebecca Gilman's works. Uh, It tells the story of Caroline, a social worker who happens upon a case that is far from typical. After meeting two teenage drug addicts, Carly and Peter, you know, as you do, uh, Caroline must decide the fate of their infant daughter, Luna Gale. In an attempt to place with Car- the child with Carly's mother, Caroline uncovers a host of unspoken motives from everyone involved in the baby's future. It's a suspenseful and timely story. Uh, it'll be in the Black Box Theater from March 22nd to the 31st, as I said. It'll be all those days except for Monday, 7.30 p.m. each day. Oh, sounds kind of cryptic. I know. Very exciting. Um, I, I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens, too. Dark secrets unfolding. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Babies involved? How do I even pronounce the baby's name? Who knows? Ooh, who knows? <laughs> You'll find out if you go to the show. Yeah. Uh, and then up ahead, March 18th, there will be a staged reading of a Florida player's original work. Uh, the student Stephanie Watson wrote a play called The Old Sea King, uh, and so she'll be having a staged reading of that March 18th. More news to come, and potentially an interview with the author. What? what? Maybe. We'll Maybe. see. Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear. Yeah. Fingers crossed we're going to... Keep your eye, ears open for that. <laughs> Uh, ears a, uh, a ears open for the interview and eyes open for the messages that it's going to happen. Yay. Uh, so the Hippodrome, as I mentioned last week, will be having Ripcord that premieres in previews February 28th and March 1st and officially opens March 22nd. And you'll have until the 25th of March to see that. Uh, and then over to Art, uh, a crosstown repertory theater. They'll be having a world premiere of the play All's Fair from March 15th, and that'll go until the 25th as well. So in All's Fair, a couple reveal to each other that they're in love with opposite members of a close couple of friends. So they hatch an Art of War-style plan to break up the other couple to further their own romantic interests until greater forces intervene. It is funny, dark, and poignant. Poignant? Wow. Am I saying that right? Uh, Yeah. Poignant, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Poignant. I really, there I really ruined the flow yeah. and suspense there. Oh man, you were going good too. That's all right. It That's navigates right. the labyrinth of contemporary romance <laughs> in a whole new way, exploring love, partnership, and consequence of choice in the modern age. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Very poignant themes. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Thank nice. you. <laughs> 
so that's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an awkward pause. Uh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> A pregnant oh. pause appears. Pregnant. <laughs> oh, that was great. So okay. that's it for local theater. Hey. Uh, we just kind of flew through that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so on to Broadway news. Ooh. <laughs> so this one, it's a short story. Uh, Angels in America will be returning. Uh, it'll be opening February 23rd, but it's officially opening March 25th. I'm going to be honest, reading the whole article, I wasn't totally sure what the difference is. I think it's just like running. Because I hear that on a lot of Broadway shows. Like, yeah. it's opens this, but it officially opens this. Okay, so. So I guess it's a preview for like a month, which. Yeah, Matt like explained it to me once like a season or two ago and now I am blanking and he is probably cursing me wherever he is sitting at listening to this at episode. <laughs> yeah. Um oh man, shoot. I think it's kind of like a preview type thing. Yeah. The kind only reason I'm confused get... is that like it's a whole month. Yeah. Whereas I'm used to seeing previews being like maybe a few weeks, but like with a hip it's only over two days, you know? Yeah. It doesn't well, really happen anywhere else in Gainesville. It's also the hip. It's, it's Gainesville. Yeah. It's a little, little small here. A little small. A little smaller than New York. Yeah. Just, just a tad. <laughs> just a tad. Uh, anyway, but you'll have until July 1st if you want to hop on over a plane to New York City <laughs> because you get to see Nathan Lane play Roy Kahn and Andrew Garfield as Prior Walter. That's it. That's the story. I just love those two actors God so much. Yeah. I love Andrew Garfield. Yes. And Nathan Lane, uh, voice of Timon from Lion hey. King. Yep. 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 The producers. Mm-hmm. Every great. Every, like funny Broadway, literally every funny Broadway. Oh, uh, the um, oh wow, what's the one where they're in Athens and he's like the lead? Something funny happened, oh, happened on the, the way yes. to the forum. Yes, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Good. He's just amazing, and everyone needs to know about yeah. him being in the show. Very talented, very in star. a very different show because Angels in America is not a comedy. It is no. a very. No. Have any of y'all read that? Or I seen have it? not read it, and I have not seen it, but I've heard a lot of stuff about it. I've avoided it. I like being happy. Uh, true. <laughs> you know, I read it and had to write a paper on it for a, for a theater class. It is a dark. Wah, wah, wah. I mean, like it's good, but it's not like a happy show. Yeah, like it's right. it deals with like the AIDS epidemic and how that affects different how the community and everything. Yeah, it's it's yeah. sad. It's kinda good, like, but it's sad. Kind of like Spring Awakening. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that was going to be sad when I first saw it. I, I thought know. it was literally just like an awakening and then, you know, stuff happens. Yeah, I remember yeah. Act 2, I was like, wow, I hope nothing bad happens to these characters that I've grown to love so deeply. Ooh, about that. Oh, hey. <laughs> so it is not that type of show. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, anyways. But up next, me stealing your TV thunder. Uh, <laughs> have any of you watched the show Trial and Error? It's an NBC show, NBC and Warner Brothers there's only one season right now, but have any of y'all seen I it? I have heard of it. It has John Lithgow in it. I have not um, seen it. It's real good. Okay. You should watch it. I watched, I think my sister was watching it while I was home, I think over summer. So I watched the second half of the show. So I missed the first couple episodes, but it's really good. Really funny. Like quick um, synopsis. What is it about? Okay. So this guy, John Lithgow, mm-hmm. is uh, believed to have murdered his wife. Oh. And Everything points to it, but through events that unfold, this lawyer who comes like from the city down to whatever, wherever in the country they are, it's like a small town kind of deal, um, helps defend him. Um, it also has, not not Kristen, oh, we're getting into Kristen Chino with, uh, <laughs> Krista Rodriguez, who if you've seen the Addams Family musical or heard the soundtrack, she's she's Wednesday Addams. Oh, okay. She also took over for... Um, she became, she wasn't the original Vanessa in the Heights, but she took over ah, as, for okay. her at some point, but she was in the original ensemble. 
She's great. She's amazing. Um, she also plays one of the characters on there, but it's a really funny show. It kind of it's kind of like a Parks and Rec, but a law version, I guess. That's the best way you could put it. Okay. Like, is it like shot like documentary style like that? I think so. Actually, it's been a while, so I kind of forgot if okay. they actually do that. But I, yeah, they do at least for some of the characters. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, since John Lithgow currently has a one man, well, uh, he's starring in a show on Broadway himself right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth will will be taking over as sort of the lead star for season two. So she will be playing um, a larger than life grand dame, an eccentric heiress known for her flamboyant outfits, large hats, and hairless cat Fluffy. <laughs> that sounds like a role Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah, would kill I know. I, I I read it. I'm like, yep, I see it. That sounds like her. Okay, a little silly, but did any of you guys watch Descendants, the Disney yes. Channel movie? Oh. I watched the first one. Yeah, 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 she's in it. Yeah. Okay, she was so funny in that movie. Like my sister and I, we sat and we watched it together. <laughs> Who did she play? She played Maleficent, Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Oh. and she <laughs> she just had these amazing one-liners, like, it's like stealing candy from a baby, and then she, like, steals candy from a baby. <laughs> oh, <no>. like, <laughs> and then, like, there was another line when she, like, tells, like, the kid who plays, like, Jafar's son, I don't even remember his mm-hmm. name right now, but she's like, oh, you have arms that would make Gaston jealous. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, <laughs> these just hilarious one-liners like that. My sister and I were cracking up. We were like, okay, this movie just gets knocked up, like, ten points because, because Christian Chetro with yeah. yeah. How yeah. did they get her in that movie? I don't know. I don't know, but actually, like Disney Channel. No offense movie. to Disney Channel and all the other people involved, but I don't know how they got Kristen Chenoweth with in that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'm trying to think. It maybe, um, maybe it was Dove Cameron. But Dove I'm, Cameron was her daughter in the show or in the movie. Yeah. Plus, um, she played Dove Cameron. It her and Dove Cameron were the mom daughter duo in Hairspray. Oh yeah. Yep, and they did the live what, one. Uh, I so, like jealousy hate Dev Cameron because of like both of those facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember watching an interview with her where she was like, Yeah, I used to like, you know, be singing Wicked when I was younger, and now I get to sing along with her. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jealous. But Low yeah, key. so I'm trying to think now if that hairspray happened before or after Descendants. I, I think it was think after. I think it was after. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. But I don't know. So Which Kristen Chenoweth was also amazing in. Oh my gosh, yes, she killed it in that show. Everybody, the whole cast killed it in that yeah, one. That especially for like a, such a bad character, like the character is mm-hmm, a bad person, mm-hmm. like making doing such a good job at it. She, you love to hate her. Yes, yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, good yeah. stuff, good stuff. Does mm-hmm. that wrap it up? No, not yet. Should it? No, Cause, not cause yet. We got more. Oh, but, we have like. But wait, there's more, more. more. But wait, there's more. Okay, so I was looking around the Playville news site, obviously, as I do every week. Um, so first, uh, there was a photo story, so very minimal information. But um, the band's visit, a show that's sort of new to Broadway, uh, but they just had their cast album re- released, and they had a show at Barnes and Nobles on February 23rd to celebrate it. But it gave me the fact that, like, I don't really know anything about the show other than the fact that it exists. Uh, I started following one of the lead actors on Instagram because I think he took over Playbill's Instagram story one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, he was just very attractive, so I followed him on Instagram. <laughs> and now I'm like, wow, hey. I really want to know what show he's in. I see you, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the band's visit is an, about an Egyptian police band arriving in Israel to play a concert. After a mix-up at the border, they are sent to a remote village in the middle of the desert. With no bus until morning and no hotel in sight, these unlikely travelers are taken in by the locals. Under the spell of the desert sky, their lives become intertwined in the most unexpected ways. Huh. So now I finally know the synopsis of the show that I keep on seeing him like post behind-the-scenes stuff for. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds like really... I love anything like 
Egyptian type stuff. Right. It looks really good. Okay. Nice. Nice. Oh, what was his name again? The actor? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, that's okay. Don't butcher it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Me on the rug, I always butcher people's names and it's <laughs> it's disgusting and I hate myself. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It- Moving on. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, don't know if any of y'all have heard of this, but apparently there's a Friends the Musical parody playing on Broadway. I have heard of I've it. I've never heard of that, but they just celebrated their 100th performance. Wow, already? Yeah. I thought you were about to say 100th year. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. 100th already? year? Yeah. No, I actually remember hearing about that because two semesters ago, so last spring, I had to make a, like a blog for one of my classes. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, let me just Same. do like a theater blog. Since... Same. That's what I did. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Yeah. So I was doing this podcast anyway and I was like, oh, I can post podcast episodes. Right. Like, I can do this. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, I was actually looking through that the other day and I was like, oh, wow, I forgot about this Friends parody musical. I like posted about like wonder what ended up happening with that so that was actually kind of perfect still going yeah mm. 100 episodes yeah. it's still going episodes <laughs> episodes run performance is my it'll bad it'll be sorry. available available again um playing until september 2nd <laughs> sorry we are thinking like friends the actual tv show yeah <laughs> episodes available no we mean shows playing until mm-hmm. performing like what i also thought was interesting is these uh creators had also written bayside the musical 90210 the musical cat dashians the musical and Full House, the musical. Yeah. None of which I've what? heard of at all. They're very into their TV parody musical. Right? Yeah. Do you think they like the sitcoms? I, mm. I'm assuming they do. Maybe. I can't say I've watched any of those other shows. Well, actually, no. I've watched Full House, but I never finished Friends. I don't uh, know. I couldn't really get... I don't know. I would like get too into it, and like I hated all the characters at some point. So then I just had to stop myself, and I still haven't finished it, and it's been like two years now. Oh, no. So I don't I, think I ever will, honestly. Oh, no. I sat and I binge-watched Friends um, last summer. Mm-hmm. No, last... Yeah. Wow. Really? No. Maybe. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I don't know. Has it been know. that long already? A hundred oh, years? God. <laughs> Basically. Has it been a hundred episodes? No. Um, but yeah. it's. I love Friends. I think it's such a good show. Nobody but. told me life was gonna be this way. <laughs> I'm so melancholy. Thank you. Thank you for the clap. I'm not sure I was if like, that I came don't know how, how loud I can clap with the yeah, microphone, but I'll try. <laughs> that was like that a weird, works. like spooky friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not a very dejected. The Halloween edition. I, I think you're you're feeling the ramifications of us taking your TV spot. I'm, it hasn't Actually, even happened I guess I yet. took your TV spot twice because Friends is a show, but <laughs> exactly. it, they just made it for stage with, with musicals. I quit. Good. ATC, no, the I'm crossover kidding. episode. We are just running, Matt. Well, you guys are running, Matt, out of the podcast this week. I'm not. You're welcome, Matt. Hey, you know, sometimes You're my your favorite. Isabella thoughts mm. have TV shows on them. Uh, that's so. true. I peeked ahead on the outline. I think you're talking about a TV show or oh, two. No. <gasps> what? Oh, no. What? Let me see. <laughs> you are. What are you talking about? What is it? You'll have to wait to find yeah, out. Well, well, we said last week. No spoilers. No spoilers. We'll no keep, spoilers. Well, we said last week what we were going to be talking about this week for my episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking yeah, Avatar, The Last Airbender, this week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Dang. I have betrayed you, Matt. Matt. I am so sorry. I'm starting oh. my own podcast. It's called <laughs> the Matt Show. Show. Considered. Yeah, Matt's Things Considered. Oh. Uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Smash that like button. Merch and bio. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well... We're not quite actually. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're nerd, gonna wrap, wrap nerd it news. up for Broadway. Yeah, that wraps it up. But uh, nerd news, Matt. 
I don't wanna. Yes, you do. <laughs> Fine, I do. <laughs> All right, hit us. Okay, television. We'll talk about it here. Also, <laughs> so ever heard of Muppet Babies? <gasps> yeah, Muppet I have. Babies. Yes, yeah. we've heard of the Muppet Babies. <laughs> that was a thing back in the olden days. Mm. When we were in our prime. <laughs> Actually, Before oh my gosh, we existed, yeah, we were in our prime. I wasn't a thing. Yeah. Neither uh, was I. Nope. Nope. None so, of us. We young. <laughs> it's coming back on Disney Junior. I saw that on Facebook. Yes. Which... They made a new character. It makes me happy. Yeah, it's a, it's this it's a whole new thing, and it's gonna be instead of hand drawn animation like the old one, it's gonna be CG. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So that's a big thing. They're gonna have um, Jenny Slate from Parks and Recreation, Bob's Burgers. Also, I guess she's in Venom. Hmm. Um, Jenny Slate. Hmm. Who who is she in Bob's Burgers and Parks and Rec? No idea. Oh, no, I okay. know who she's in Parks and Rec. Who? She's um, uh, what's the name of Tom's friend, the Italian guy? And she has a sister, and she's like, Daddy. John Ralphio. Oh John my Ralphio. gosh, yes. Yeah. She plays I a sister. love her. She, okay. was, she was in Zootopia as well. Yeah. She was the... She's always like, can I have the money? Can I have the money? <laughs> I'm like, please. <laughs> yes. Money, please. Like, so freaking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her character, though. I was like, wow, you are so annoying. I love you. <laughs> like, your character's hilarious. But yeah, she's in Venom, though. I guess. What the heck? He's just reporting the facts. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's some movie news I had to cover just the briefly. the surface there. of the facts. Oh, oh shots fired. Sorry. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, this is war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning of something awful. Are things considered civil war? Oh. oh. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Okay, anyway, sorry. Continue. So just basically it's going to be broken into two 11-minute stories. It's for kids, guys, so don't watch it and get super upset that it's not exactly like you remember it. Well, guess what, Matt? I am going to watch Too it and then get bad. super upset. <laughs> I'm going to be upset that they made a new character, honestly. Do we know who the new character is? Well, they... I'm not positive, but I do know that they're not going to have in the principal cast of characters Ralph the Dog, Scooter, or Skeeter. (gasps) What? Ralph Ralph will show up from time to time, but he'll be recurring. Good. Wait, they won't have Scooter? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. They haven't released the news yet. I need to know these things. The press has not told us. Just the fact that they're making a new character in general kind of annoys me because it doesn't seem necessary mm-hmm. but mm. i guess you could say that is the same thing about the movie that when they made the new one they made um what's the one who's like jason siegel's brother oh um he's yeah, like yellow yes he's yellow oh that's wow gonna bug this me. is upsetting anyway here but this will uh make up for any reservations you have um let's talk about uh, it, with still within the same muppet babies let's talk about broadway news um, Which is my topic what? now. Um, <laughs> you gonna fight me? <laughs> Renee Elise Goldsberry, who played Angelica Schuyler originally yes. in Hamilton, she was also on Rent. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. We'll be singing the, an updated version of the theme song. <gasps> so that's cool. Stealing my news for me. This is how it feels. Oh okay. yeah. All right. Wow. This is whatever. I don't care. This is how it happens. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna. I should label this episode the episode where we all stole each other's topics. <laughs> it's all funny games until someone steals your topic. topic. <laughs> um, We're gonna start talking about our thoughts next week. I hope you don't mind. Oh man, anyway. it's just gonna slowly become a therapy session for us. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Uh, okay, so moving on from Muppet Babies. Oh uh, no. 
<laughs> we could go back to Muppet Babies. Yeah, that could be I guess that was kind of all the news was about let's, it. Let's so. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, this I just want to hit kind of briefly because I know you guys watch a lot of Flash. Yes. Especially. yes. Um, so I guess that Iris is becoming a superhero. I yes, saw. I saw the pictures. Oh I'm my gosh. I'm so excited. I, apparently she's going to like temporarily, well, we don't know if it's temporarily, but it will be temporarily. Get, yes. <laughs> uh, Barry's speed powers. Yeah. Um, spoiler, block your ears for like a solid like 15 Wait, no, seconds spoiled, if you're not sure. I think I'm still ahead of you, uh, right? This isn't like super spoiler. Okay. Like it's about how she gets, not, not like how, but like the really, really basic of basics of basics of how okay. she gets it caught. Somehow she gets Barry's DNA. And that's how she, oh, like... Oh, I mean, yeah, they're married, I assume. Well, yeah, um... Uh. No, <laughs> not like that! <laughs> oh, my God! That was amazing! Okay, so I don't think it is gonna be that way. We are kid-friendly here at ATC. <laughs> they kissed. That's Saliva. what we're talking about. Saliva. Uh, saliva. Anyways, oh. of course, of course. But... <laughs> Macy is laughing so hard. Her face is red right now. <laughs> like that's why no noise is coming from her. I didn't mean it her. like that. <laughs> but anyways, oh. um, no. <laughs> okay, I, I I don't know how it happens, but somehow her she like gets some of Barry's DNA somehow. Um, oh my god. There's a new meta villain uh, called Melting Pot that switches the DNA into her. Okay. So, so it has nothing to do with their marriage. <laughs> Matt, you knew. You knew, Matt, and you still said that. I just Why sat here. Don't that? steal my topics, kids. <laughs> You're just fighting back. My mom listens to this podcast. Oh, she, I hope she laughs. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Moving on from this, let's just so move anyway, on. Yeah, the other, the, I believe our next topic also deals with another CW show. Uh, our favorite, our favorite, Supernatural baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, is, is that still on? Uh, hold on, sec, let me check. Yeah, it's still on. Oh, <laughs> good, good. Well, okay, was, good, good. Ready. Yeah, well, oh, uh, that took a little while for you to check on that, man. I, I, I got scared for a second. Okay, some okay. false signs. Mm, I had to take it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. So mm. <laughs> this is, I just want to put this out here. Um, at Paley Fest 2018, which is some uh, con slash festival thing. I've heard of it. Um, I bet nerds yeah. go there. It's, it, it'll like be, us? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, same. In my nerd news section. <laughs> um, so <laughs> next month that'll be happening, and they'll finally be showing the Supernatural's crossover with Scooby-Doo. What? It's an animated episode. What? Whoa. I don't know why it's happening. I low-key thought you said that Scooby-Doo part <laughs> just to like, make sure we were still listening. Like, it wasn't real. You were just testing us. Yeah, no, no, no. This is an actual thing. They've oh, confirmed boy. that. They release uh, um, uh, some art, and of course it's called Scooby Natural. Um, Good. Do we need to consider that art that they released? How integral to the canon yeah, yeah. of Supernatural is this episode going to be? Because I'm on like season seven. I'm wondering if I should catch up before I watch this one. <laughs> just immediately just like binge watches all spring break to make sure you just catch up. Just get to this episode. Get it. Scooby kills Lucifer. Oh, oh my goodness. man. I would pay buku bucks to see it. Oh man. Anything could happen. I don't know. Oh man. It's Scooby-Doo and Supernatural. All bets are off. True. Oh, Amazing. That's Okay, so... Now, what do we work? Do we know if we're working with just Scooby? Is it the whole Scooby cast? Like, are we going to see Shaggy, Fred, Velma, Daphne? Like, are we going to get Sarah Michelle Geller? We don't know much. 
probably not Sarah Michelle Gellar, but probably the it probably will be the whole cast of Scooby Doo. Um, and since it'll be in their world one way or another, because the um, main characters become animated of Supernatural. Uh, so yeah, I'm spending more time on this than I should be spending on Supernatural, <laughs> but Sam Dean and Castiel will be in it, so oh, have wow. fun. Good. Nice. All right. Well, this would be quite interesting. Someone yeah. has to watch the episode, and then we have mm-hmm. to talk about oh, it. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, it's taking a bullet for us. Good, good. No worries. I got you. All right. Video games. Ooh. No one stole your video games from you. Not yet. He's gonna. Oh, oh wait. Oh no. <laughs> so my moment to strike. <laughs> Speaking of striking, y'all heard of Russia? <laughs> oh, okay. Smooth. Segways. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mother Russia. You mean the motherland? Yeah, that yes, one. Yes, that. Well, that. Kinda, <laughs> I kind of lost the accent there at the end. I don't know what happened. You Usually, I can get a Russian accent pretty well, but yeah. Anyways, you were saying. Russia? So Russia aired a short video clip last night, actually last night from when we're recording this, um, showing the brutal war in Syria and how, like, of course the U.S. was on the wrong side. Thing is, one of their clips is from a video game called Arma 3. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of weakens your argument. Mm. It's, it's like the most impressive, like, terrifying clip in the whole thing of, like, a sniper and, like, explosions. And, <laughs> and this has happened at least three times in the past. What? They just, Russia oh. just keeps using video game footage. Wow. Maybe if we put it in, no one will notice. You know? <laughs> they, like, put it in with a bunch of other stuff. Just, you know. But why? We have if you blink, actual. You miss it. We have actual war footage. Yeah. <laughs> but do they? But, I mean, if they keep putting it in, obviously not. (laughs) I don't understand. Neither do we. It's like Kelly with Idris Elba. If if they keep showing it to you, eventually you're going to believe it. You're just going to believe it. Yes, Charles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, that's so weird. We we can't have the full moral high ground because um, in 2016, CNN aired uh, um, a segment on Russian hacking where they used a screenshot from Fallout of the hacking terminal. (laughs) Finally. (sighs) (laughs) Wow. How does this stuff happen? Oh, God. That that might be the worst interpretation of video game hacking I've ever... Why did they choose that one? (laughs) It's like the least accurate. (laughs) It's the least accurate mode of hacking. Wow. Clicking on keyboard furiously. It's literally... If you don't know, in, in Fallout, in the Fallout series, you have to search through like a series of words and find the right word to hack in. Like, you're basically just given the password right off the bat it's just it's very inaccurate if you, if you know what i'm talking about but, but it looks like a threatening black screen with green <laughs> letters like the stereotypical <laughs> 80s hacker God. Yeah. so it's Ugh. pretty great so yeah so uh faith in our world's uh stability um <laughs> is not restored <laughs> <laughs> i apologize <laughs> oh god all right well, well what else do you have for us well Donkey Kong. Ah. So y'all heard of the game Donkey Kong. Yes. It, it's a classic. Can't confirm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's a classic good video game. Then they made sequels um, that aren't anything like it, including one called Donkey Kong 3, 
where you play as a guy called Stanley and shoot bug spray at Donkey Kong's butt. I, I play oh. as Stan Lee? No, no, oh. Stanley. S T A N L E Y. Unless this is an elaborate Not cameo. <laughs> an elaborate cameo. Um, uh. So, but the thing is. At one point, Nintendo licensed off some of its properties to another game developer called Hudson. They made, like, the Bomberman games, and they, they've they made good games in the past. But they made one called Donkey Kong 3, The Great Counterattack, and oh. it's been missing for, like, years. It's just gone. Like, a few copies existed, but, like, no one had access to it, and no one could play it. What do you, what do you mean? Like... They stopped producing them. They only produced so many. Oh. So now they're collector's items. Oh. And what like, happened with the first ever Jonas Brothers album? What? Kind of like that. <laughs> Except imagine now you could Sorry. only listen to that. Imagine you could only listen to that album on certain uh, systems that right. few people also had. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that makes it even worse. But this game, um, some guys got a hold of it and took the code off of it and put it on the computer so it's now playable oh wow um on some emulators you can download it um since it's an old enough game and like nintendo doesn't care about it anymore you can download it mm-hmm. um how nice but it's weird donkey kong comes down from the sky with balloons and you shoot him with bug spray and you're in space of course. Sounds like my kind of game. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it fits in exactly with that Scrabble, Squeegee, whatever it was you guys talked about last Scribble week. Scribble There we go. <laughs> Scrabble, Scrabble, Squeegee. Scrabble, Squeegee. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> anyways, what a weird game, though. Yeah, it's weird. I just, it brought close to me because the original Donkey Kong 3, like, mm-hmm. I've actually played before, and, like, it was in my childhood. I so, love Donkey like, Kong. Yeah. I just want to talk about it. He's That's a solid all. character. It's a thing. It's available. It's awesome a thing. Segment. It's out there, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. 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 So. And that's... Oh, and... Oh, going into my movie reviews. Uh, <laughs> um, finally. I was waiting for well, that. About uh, that. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is awkward now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, Tyler, yeah. we're going to talk about so. gaming in your section, but we're not there <laughs> quite yet, right? Yeah, let me establish a foothold in this battle real quick. <laughs> start off with a box office review, something that I can safely call mine. Uh, at now. number one, we still have Black Panther, <laughs> yes. which has been killing it for Marvel. It's at four hundred million. Earth. yeah, four hundred million. Oh, wow. uh, domestically and like, <laughs> for me. I yes. think fourteen billion worldwide oh, is the number cry. I saw. It. So oh, it's kind of killing it after mm-hmm. only two weeks. I finally saw it. So <gasps> oh, okay, yes. so we're talking about it. Yeah. I was supposed to see it, but my I was seeing it with people and they canceled. I was like, oh, unfortunate. Uh, well, real quick, Matt, what did you think? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, right. It was great. I loved it. Mm. I was very happy. I'm just gonna always be out of the loop. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> really bad at seeing movies. You guys. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at number two, we have Game Night. At uh... so someone t- well t- say hold on, f- finish saying what you were gonna say about Game Night real quick. No, I was just gonna move on to the next. Oh, one, okay. But... Well, then I'm gonna <laughs> say, say anything. I'm gonna say this then. <laughs> I had no um, thoughts about Game so Night. So but... <laughs> one of my coworkers um, said he went and he saw this weekend, and at first he was like, beginning of the movie, he was like, ah, it's gonna be one of those type of comedies, but then he was like. It actually ended up being pretty freaking hilarious. Like he said that he got out of there and mm. he was cracking up the whole time. And I don't know, the comedy in, from the trailer alone looks like my type of comedy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would really enjoy it. So I kind of want to go see it now. I haven't heard of it yet. It's the one with Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, and then um, the guy who plays Winston and New Girls in it. Um, 
it just looks like this like he said it's just wild the stuff that happens to them in this movie is just insane like it looks like they're like a group of friends like really into doing game night with each other and then um one of their friends that comes in and it's like this is gonna be like a like a i don't know like kind of like a murder mystery type thing and then they're like oh, oh what and then it turns into a real murder mystery yes oh, yes and I they have like to like solve the like crimes one teaser for this but it was like a YouTube yeah. skippable ad so obviously i skipped it yeah <laughs> i just love there's this one scene with rachel mcadam and she's got a gun she goes really seriously this is a real gun okay and like the guy who like came in the house at first and like told him it's gonna be a murder mystery thing he's like no it's a real gun it's a real gun and she's like uh, if it was a real gun could i do this and she like shoots it off and then it goes through <laughs> oh, no. jason bateman's hand and he's like you shot me! <laughs> like, yes, like, oh actually, I did see that scene. It's a real gun! I'm like, so, it looks funny. <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. So, that was number two. Yeah. At uh, <laughs> number three, we have Peter Rabbit. Yeah. At four, we have Annihilation, which yeah. I actually saw. and I Was it good? Yeah, I was surprised. I, I, I liked it a lot. Was cool. that the movie with Christian Bale? No. No, with, no. Uh, with uh, Natalie Portman? The oh, sci-fi one. Oh yeah, yeah where like she's she's like my husband's like been been been. Yeah, my husband's been Weird otherworldly entity, and they go into it's very trip like trippy and lots of things happen. Okay, uh, I won't talk too much about it. But uh, after that, we have Fifty Shades Free. Uh, hey, at least it's only number five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slowly going down. Sucker. <laughs> and the last in the series. Uh, at number now. six, we have Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Man, holding on strong. This movie yeah, is dang. not yeah. giving up. What oh. week is this on? We're on its tenth week now. Tenth? Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, at seven, we have the fifteen seventeen to Paris, and at eight, we have the Greatest Showman. Ooh, cool. So, uh, on to video games and movies. Oh wow! Just I can't to talk wait about to hear a... about video games. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've heard about video. Yeah, games. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it either. From the <laughs> video game expert Tyler. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, so there's been kind of a recent trend, a resurgence almost of video game movies, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that recent Warcraft movie. They're making a Laura Croft movie. Historically, video game movies have not done very well. True. Just to put that into perspective, the highest rated on Metacritic is Mortal Kombat at a 58. Oh, yeah. wow. And like, what did Assassin's Creed get? Oh, I don't know. Not very good. It was. I forgot I about heard it. I heard, it I heard it was bogus, though. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it happened, and that's it. Yeah, basically. I'll never forget the World of Warcraft came out on my birthday, like, two years ago. Oh, oh wow. I'm June so 10th. I was like, man. Did you see it for your birthday? <laughs> no. hundred <laughs> percent not. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, so uh, they're still trying to make it work for some reason, trying to make video game movies work, even though... <sighs> historically they just they're so bad they're, and it's, oh. they have potential because i mean yeah video games have told some really powerful good stories oh my gosh, yeah i mean like if they weren't nobody would keep playing them right you know yeah and also they're fun i think my theory is just that it, it loses that element of like interactivity so right. it just it it becomes a little more distanced yeah um, and I mean, probably one huge element of it is is like that exactly what you were saying. I feel like when video game fans go to the movie to watch it, they're pissed that they're they're like sidelined. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like mm-hmm. in the game you get to be in it and then they have like the cutaway scenes and stuff like that, but then you still go back to being like the character or whoever, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Well, also they're just bad movies. Yeah, right, right, right. that too. That, that yeah, too. To they just the are like, they're just bad. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're just really bad. They always have bad animation, bad CGI, just like bad Scripts. Isn't there going to be a Five Nights at Freddy's movie? Yes. Is there really? Yes. I feel like I heard it. I don't know how long it'll take. Yes. Oh, man. 
Just watch the game theory on it. Just watch Detective Pikachu and Which nothing one? else. <laughs> nothing else. That's what we we support Detective Pikachu here I, at ATC. Yes, it's going to be the first 10 out of 10 video game movie. <laughs> the it, best movie of all time. It better. It better. <laughs> so uh, in, in uh, movie news and rumors and... Video game movie news and rumors, I should clarify. Uh, Naughty Dog, a pretty popular video game company, they mm-hmm. uh, they developed uh, the Uncharted series as well as The Last of Us, which is now getting a sequel. Um, they wanted to make an Uncharted movie, uh, which I'm not sure how I feel about. That Just, could go either way. It could go either yeah. way. Um, it could... It, I mean... It's basically just male Laura Croft, so yeah, ah, we could. That's okay. all we that's, need. Yeah, I was just like every other yeah. video game. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But then they also vehemently shut down a Last of Us movie. Why? That would be such a good. That would be a way better movie yeah. than Uncharted. But whatever. The logic of the producers that make video game movies is Doesn't beyond me. Clear. That entire world is completely out of our control what's the, and uh, our understanding. What's the Last of Us about? It's a it's like a a zombie survival story, but the, the zombies are like it, it's not like a plague. It's more like a fungus that kind of like grows on you. It's Ew. it's very creepy. So like they can tell that they're actively turning into zombies while it happens. Yes. Oh yeah. no, no, I hate that stuff. Nasty, nasty. And, and it's about like the relationship. Like, yeah. There's this little girl, and it's it's that's the real draw of it. Like yeah, you're. You're, the character you play, Joel, and his relationship with like this girl that he basically assumes as his daughter. Oh, got it. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it for video games. I'm sorry, Matt, for taking it this. <laughs> no, let's talk about it more. <laughs> you know what would be a cool video game movie? Life is Strange. I haven't uh like seen a playthrough of that, but I, I've heard I good just, things. Matt yeah. Pat does it from the game theorist. Oh <laughs> yeah, I just got the game, so I'm uh, okay. probably gonna go play it soon. I will let you know. I've heard it's a really good storyline. Yeah. Nice. And I feel like it would work well into a movie as opposed to a lot of others where, like, yeah. they don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. a very Clearly. narrative game, right? Like, it's one of those. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you make decisions, but mm-hmm. you can, I don't know. I feel like it could work in a movie. Sorry. Getting sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, so, moving out of video game and movie crossovers, uh, just some general movie news. Mark Hamill recently expressed interest in wanting to be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and James Gunn <gasps> cool. said he was interested. Yo, so that's I cool. would be so Disney down. owns Marvel. Disney owns Star Just Wars. Make it it happen. could literally be gotta... him as Luke Skywalker in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> they could, whoa, they could make it happen. Like, what if, like, in the third Guardians, like, Peter Quill, like, has some, like, weird dream, like, about Luke Skywalker or something, and it's, like, old Luke Skywalker, and then it's just Mark Hamill, and he comes up on screen, and it's him. That would be really cool. But do, I would actually love to see him as a real character. Do you remember the, uh, the Stan Lee cameo in Guardians 2? Yep. Um... They, they could explain that away and, like, just have it have a Star Wars slash Stan Lee cameo. Wait, what was this cameo? I don't remember it now. Uh, they, they're they like going... I, I don't remember exactly. They're going through like a bunch of portals. Yeah. Basically As you th- do. Through <gasps> oh, various he, dimensions. he's sitting and he's, and he's talking to those two people and he's talking yeah, about how to the he... Watchers. Watchers. Yeah, yeah. He has, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That's what they've made. They've like Stan Lee's official character like through all the cameos and stuff that he's a Watcher. You right. ought to. Because that could be in all of Marvel. Because he's in Big Hero 6, which is also Marvel. Yes. Yep. Mm. So couldn't that technically work for his, his character for that? Yeah. story as well. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. 
Mickey Mouse. Crossover really everything. Loud. Yeah. Everything's related. Anyways, yeah. I love Mark Hamill and I love Guardians. So. Oh my gosh. He's getting <laughs> a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Like, he doesn't like already any... have one? I know, right? Isn't that a crime? <laughs> what? But apparently, like, he was talking to Harrison Ford about it once and Harrison was like, I already have one. And Mark's like, shut up. No, you don't. Rude. And he goes, no. Like, there was an actor named Harrison Ford who was, like, really, like, in the old movies and they gave him one. <laughs> so I have one. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, can I be Harrison Ford? <laughs> like, oh, man. But yeah, I would love to see him in Guardians. I'm down. Me too. Make it happen. Uh, so in a little bit of darker news, oh. but also kind of, in a way, karmic retribution. The Weinstein Company is filing for bankruptcy. Hey, nice. no. so, Why would they need to do that? Uh, <laughs> down with him. But down with him. <laughs> I almost talked about that in really? my section. Ooh, <laughs> I'm Close. regretting me not now. <laughs> yes. After today, everything today that we've days, gone through today. Yeah, they, we have it, to make peace at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That would have been good. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sex yeah. <is> suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so, Tommy Wiseau, uh, one of yes. my, my idols. My favorite. <laughs> his new movie. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show. He's, no. He's have... been producing. Uh, it's, it's actually already completed, and it's aired in some you know film festivals and uh, in some other countries. But uh, he and Greg Sestero, who also starred in The Room, they co-wrote. I don't think they directed it. I think they hired a separate director. Um, but they are releasing a new movie, like, very soon, as in, like, March 1st soon. And I'm excited to yes. see that. Wait, so, wow. that's, like, this that's weekend. Like this week, yeah. yeah. This weekend. Well, this week, oh. As in what Thursday. It's kind of coming out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, I just Surprise. found out about this today, but I'm excited. I just wanted to bring it up there. Is this that best friends yes. slash fiends? Yeah. Yeah. What? Do we have any idea best what the plot fiends, is? Like the video game? It involves like vampires and oh, good. it it I've heard it's I insane. I did not bite her. I did not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That should be interesting. And that's about it for my movie news. Cool. Wrapping it up. Any, anybody else uh, want to add in anything about video games <laughs> or movies or Broadway right now? <laughs> oh, I could just talk on. Yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. We're going to cut you way. off right now. We're going to cut you off and we are going to move into my thoughts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Isabella's Thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh, Isabella's Thoughts. Oh. <laughs> Can that, that be, that's not a rap. Can that be our song oh. for this week? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Isabella's Thoughts. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's the okay, song for this week. That's good. I don't have to pretend uh, I know how to beatbox. To beatbox, nice. yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, um, not a lot for me this week. Eh, it's like spring break. My brain's like slowly just me too. Shutting down. Yeah. So just like two really things I wanted to talk about. I listened to the Black Panther album, both the Kendrick and the instrumental. And I'm gonna look up really quickly as I talk the instrumental who did the instrumental for Black Panther because, as I said, the music for that movie was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Liz, I'm kicking you off for a second. I need to use Spotify. Um, but uh, Kendrick's album for Black Panther, yo, it is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ludwig, Ludwig Goranson, is that how you pronounce his name? He does the score for the movie. Okay, I think that. Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I am probably butchering his last name. <laughs> Pardons. Okay, but anyways, that um score is amazing. But yeah, Kendrick's album. So good. I love it. I love it. I love it. My favorite song on there is Pray For Me, which is 
with it's the weekend. A relatable word, yeah. set of words. <laughs> Literally. At this the, point. That's my senior semester spring. Would you pray for me? Like, <laughs> I just put that on repeat on everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, but yeah, it's the weekend with Kendrick. So technically it's not a Kendrick song, but I mean like he's on there. So it's fine. And it's great. And it's the trailer. It's the song they've used in the trailer for basically all the Black Panther like TV spots and all of that. Um, so good one. And then I also really, really like uh, All the Stars with uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name SZA it's like S-Z-A SZA right. SZA I think that's it mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it but I, I love it that one is just like uh, like I can't even think of it right now but it's just like I like <laughs> wow, sit, I love it <laughs> I, I just sit and I like jam I'm like there's some good stuff there's some real Quality. good stuff right yeah, here yeah great. so listen to it like and I'm not like big into Kendrick's music which is why I can't really remember any of the other songs on the album right now but like I'll sit and I'll like put it on in the background this album, um, but he did a really good job, and it's got, like, the cool Black Panther, like, suit on the cover, just, like, the neckline, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool. I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's so cool. But, yeah, and then just the score for the Black Panther movie. If you ever just feel like, I don't know, like, jamming out, doing, like, your own, like, Zumba set in your room, like, put as, this on. As I do every week. Yeah, <laughs> put this on, just jam out, like, pretend like you are just, like, Smacking on them African war drums. It's quality, guys. It's really good. I don't know if you should be running with scissors. (laughs) 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 I'm leaving. (laughs) Okay, no. Sorry, I have to leave right now immediately. (laughs) Open the door. Macy's getting up. No. (laughs) Bye, guys. Seriously, though, uh, Killmonger's uh, theme theme is probably my favorite uh, of the score. Killmonger. Killmonger. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like his theme too. And then obviously all of Kendrick's stuff is... No one talks about just the song Black Panther, though, that he did. And it's really good. I listened to that one, and I liked Pray For Me more, personally. But that one is another yeah, really good that. one off the album. You are correct. So, God, just such a great album. So mm. good. So good. Um, Yeah. What else am I talking about? I don't know. What <laughs> else are you talking about? Ooh. Video games? We'll bring it back to TV, actually. Yeah, sorry, Great. I'm going to take your section. Wait, hold on a second. I just realized I've been going about this the wrong way. I've been upset you're stealing all my parts when really I've been taking over the entire episode. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Da, 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 da. This is some Machiavellian wow. mind games uh, going on right now. Oh, man, Matt. He knew. He knew what he was doing the whole time. That's why he, he set just us threw up. a fit, but he didn't complain. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, this was the topic we promised you guys we would talk about last week, and we are going to talk about it this week. Avatar, The Last Airbender versus Korra. Okay? Let's talk it out. because now, Discuss. Macy, who would win? Oh, yeah, who would win, number one. Let's talk about that. First, oh, I want to talk about fight? which show do you guys like more, and then who's better, Aang or Korra, and then um, I had one more thing that I want to talk about. Hold on, give me one second. Think about it. Um, I think which ca- which like group? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one. They're like like which like Squad. which team Avatar is the better of the two shows because they're Ooh. both they they both call each other Team Avatar. You haven't watched it. You I, I haven't right? watched Korra. No. Okay. I, just I haven't finished Korra. Either. I've only watched the first two. Books. Me neither. But I th- I think we have enough information. Oh, that's enough information. Oh, yeah. that is enough information. Well, personally. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender is my favorite. Yeah, yeah it's a better um, show. I yeah. also really just hate the fact that, okay, Korra is, like, okay, but I really, really get upset about the fact that they went from, like, 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 I don't know. The setting for Avatar The Last Airbender is, like, almost, like, a weird, like, almost medieval, like, 
Asia type setting, you know, not quite, right. but almost like, and then they all of a sudden jump to like 1920s, 1930s technology. Like there's like this huge like time shift over the, like the, this technological like upgrade within the span of like, like, I don't even know how many years, like between Korra and Aang. 70, I think. 70? Was it really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's still not enough time to go from, like, medieval to 20s. Well, I mean, even in The Last Airbender, they had, like, tanks, and, and they had they had blimps, and... Yeah. They had some pretty futuristic super technology. That's true, but then yeah. it just, I just... And also, they have, you know, magic powers. So <laughs> <laughs> no, we're ignoring that, that help. part. That's not important. I feel like earth bending and metal bending is very helpful for infrastructure, so... Yeah, that was actually know. one of my favorite parts of it. Yeah, I like, like the setting. Because they kind of explained some of it know. with, like, they just, like little glimpses. You'd see, like, the fire benders like working like furnaces to like give energy or yeah. like using lightning to like power things mm-hmm. and I, hated it. <laughs> I don't know i i i liked it all right well that if part. that helps with you guys with the setting then that's good but okay then another thing well and i also love how like they i do like in cora how like they show the generations from ang like it's like ang's kids who are in the show and they're older like they're right. they're like even older than ang and katara like they're like adults mm-hmm. and i also like how cora like is a little bit older than ang i do appreciate that mm-hmm. but at the same time i feel like that makes her like super moody and she is like always moody angry yeah. yeah and i just maybe i hate it because I, I stopped watching after book two just because like she, it seemed like she was having like a, a character progression in book one and then she just went back to the same moody teenager that she always was yeah so and it's like, basically the same thing in book three yeah. how did book two end uh was that the one with the water <laughs> with the dark avatar yeah oh wow. my Spoilers. god okay, okay. So, I, I think that's vague totally enough that's vague watching. enough yeah. listen if you thought book two was bad with moody teenager wait till books three and four. Ooh. Oh all my i know god. is that there is a giant robot in book four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so, I'm so oh. excited like okay so, to be honest obviously two, i liked the last airbender like avatar the last airbender better but like I still really enjoyed Korra. Okay. I want to finish it. Yes. Yeah, I want, I want to rewatch it. So now. that was the problem it. was that, I, like, I'm like, okay, Korra sucks compared to Avatar The Last Airbender, but that's because Avatar The Last Airbender is like 10 out of 10, like 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, I bet you, because <laughs> it, the show is that good. But Korra, like, guys, I was struggling during the last season the last season Cora is so whiny she is so annoying I'm like you need to get over your problems (laughs) Aang would have been over this two seasons ago okay like you need to wrap it up this would have been an episode for Aang (laughs) oh my god Aang could have solved this like the whole season in like one episode it's just so frustrating and like I understand because she's much more of a young adult than Aang was, why they make it like a little bit more like that and they give her more of a struggle. But I'm like, oh my God, police, yeah. this is so freaking annoying. Like, but I, yeah. I just like the way that Korra added onto the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, the characters aren't as strong and the story's not as strong, but like at the end of the day, like you're seeing more of the world that you fell in love with in yes. the original series. Which is true, mm-hmm. which is true, which is why. That was kind of enough for me. I also personally. appreciate. Same. How, um, you know, when the creators were like, oh, God, um, people are not liking Korra as much as they were at the beginning. <laughs> they started bringing back, like, 
OG team avatar, like Zuku, Zuki, Zuko, Zuko pops up. Oh my Jeez. God. Wow. That was really bad. No. Um, am I having a seizure? Maybe. Um, Zuko pops up. Uh, Toph pops up. She comes back. Yeah. Um, and then you see uh, Sokka in uh, flashbacks. And then Katara has been there since season one. Um, so it's like they were like, you know what? Hey, we're going to. Just like bring back some of the OG characters. Some fan service here. Just sneak them in real quick. Yeah, Make fan service. Watch. Exactly. And that's what made me keep watching till the last season because I was like, oh man, I, I kind of want to see some of the OG crew. Fair. But, mm. oh man. And like, ugh, I don't want to talk about the. I, oh. I, okay, this was another <laughs> really. I, if I get into it, I'm not going to stop. Like, who Cora ends up with in the show? Do you guys have any idea how? I, I know. I know who it is. I know. Well, I don't know anything about the character. Yeah. I, okay. I know. I know about the character up to season two. I I can see it. Okay. So here's the problem. So you got okay. Okay, guys, spoilers, listeners. If you want to listen in the last season of Cora, it's Asami. So she ends up with Asami, which is cool. That's great. I love it. I didn't love the fact that it was just like okay. Do you know how like they built up her and Mako like all season one? Like, they were really building towards that. No, okay, I'm sorry, Macy. <laughs> she's just looking at me specifically <laughs> while saying this. I'm like, no, I don't at all. Like, nothing, like, no. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay, anyways, boys. <laughs> you know how, like, they right. were building that up, like, all season one, and then, like, season two, like, they're, like, together, then they're having their relationship problems, like, yada, 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 b, 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 b. Well, uh, it's just really weird because uh, in season, in, like, in, the, in book four, like, it's obvious, like, her and Asami, like, grow closer, but for the whole season, I'm like, oh, wow, the, like, me, me and everybody else who I've talked to about this have all said, like, we just thought they were becoming better friends. Like, we thought, like, they were, like, it just, like, the, like, there weren't any romantic, like, inklings right. the whole mm-hmm. time. Just felt like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if. They ended up together? Yeah. Like, yeah. Surprise, like, now. <laughs> it was like, oh, gotcha. like, you know, like, maybe if they had been, like, like actually showing that this was developing a little bit more into that, that would have been they cool. They wanted to take it by surprise. Basically, or they were just trying to throw some lame ass, like, we accept everybody in at the end. And I was right. like, that's fake. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like fake. J.K. Okay. Rowling saying Dumbledore was gay the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, getting credit <laughs> at the end for not doing anything the Dude, entire time. that was totally I love J.K. Rowling's did, work, did you but see, uh, she is the retcon master. Like, she does oh, that all the time. Man, yeah. that's A exactly. tweet saying um, J.K. Rowling about to come out saying that Dumbledore was from Wakanda this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I accept oh it. Literally. No, but that's exactly how it was. That's exactly... Oh, my God. That's perfect. That's the perfect, that's the perfect way I'm going to use it. Because, like, that's something that you do not see the entire time, and all of a sudden they're like, boom, go with this. And we're like, hey, what? Like, And it was, like, the last, like, five seconds, like, they, like, leave together, and they're, like, holding hands, and it was like, what? What are they doing? Surprise. What do you mean? Why are they holding hands? Like, it's like, is this... Is this yes, happening? Homo? No homo? Question mark? <laughs> it was like, what's Maybe going, homo? What's going on? But it was just, it was, it was just a total curveball. I mean, I, I think I read somewhere that um, they were only barely able to even do that because of like some weird thing where the fourth season only was aired on streaming service and yeah, like there was less that. like oversight over it because at the time the executives at Nickelodeon or whatever didn't want gay characters in their story. Yeah. So I. To my understanding, the best they could do was kind of putting it in mm-hmm. at the end. Otherwise, it could have gotten prematurely canceled, or the mm-hmm. executives I mean, yeah, they could have stopped it. Yeah, they already got like it. a not a cancel, but I, the, yeah, that I, like only online thing. I yeah, Cora suffered. 
as a whole just from studio interference like from mm-hmm. book one they thought that book one was going to be the only one which is why yeah. every book feels so like so circular like you just uh, they come back right where they started and then the next mm-hmm. book they start right back at the beginning whereas at the last airbender it's towards a central goal they had it planned from the beginning yeah you know. yeah they knew where they were going to end up fire lord ozai versus ang it was gonna happen speaking of which did you know that mark hamill voiced fire yeah. lord ozai what? Uh-huh. what are you serious yeah, yeah. that surprised me <gasps> I can hear it now. I'm like thinking about it, and I'm like, oh my yep. god, if he because he voiced the Joker too in yeah. a lot of stuff. Yes. <gasps> yeah, it's kind of similar. What? He was also on the Flash. <laughs> yes, he was. He's the trickster because yep. he's the trickster because in the original Flash, where like he Barry's was the dad, trickster. exactly mm-hmm. Barry's dad in the Flash, like in the TV show, <laughs> yeah, played in the original. Right, mm-hmm. right. I loved guy. it. I really loved how they did that. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a trick. No wonder Avatar The Last Airbender is so amazing. Mark Hamill's in it, guys. (laughs) It's like he blessed the show. Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. Oh, wow. (laughs) Aw, that's so great. Learning new facts Mm -hmm. with ATC. Yeah, guys, you're welcome. Huh. I'm going to text my friends that. I don't think a lot of my friends know that. I certainly did not. I'm about to blow some minds tonight, guys. This is going to happen. Wow. (laughs) That's so exciting. Well, yeah. So, I... That was I was really mad that they ended the show like that, but just just because I felt like it was fake. I was like, if, we, yeah. if you're gonna go, do it all the way, like you know, yeah, like make it normal, <laughs> make it normal, make it normal. And it just was not. It was not leading up to that. But I do understand why the you know creative team would want to do it that way if they were getting if they were feeling the yeah, heat from upstairs. Subtle, make it subtle. Yeah, make it subtle. Make it subtle. Just have them like hold their pinkies real quick. What? Just do it. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> I'm like, no one will notice. But yeah. So, I mean, overall, like Avatar The Last Airbender, and I think Team Aang is like way better than Team Korra. But I mean, they, I still do love all the characters from Team Korra. Like Mako and like um, Bolin are hilarious. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Bolin. His character is so funny. He grew on me a lot. Yes, very much so. Uh, and then I, and I started liking Asami more as the show continued. I loved Amon in season one. As a villain? Yeah, as yeah. a villain. Yes, like, he was a really cool villain. I think he was underserved. Yeah, like, He could have been like the series. He could have been the big bad. Because he was like, he was kind of a Zuko-ish. You felt bad for him. Yeah. But at the same time, and he was kind of right. Like... I think that, like, he had a point. I mean, yeah. If you, like... I'd be pretty scared to live in a world where people are shooting fire, and I'm... If I were a non-bender, like... Yeah. Wow. Okay, so (laughs) this sucks. (laughs) Like, but no, agreed. And I feel like he could have... He should... They should have saved him for the end. But, you know, the guy that she fights in... Like, book four... The book four villain is this woman who is an earthbender and she actually worked with um what's the name of Toph's uh oh, April? No. Yeah? No, no, no. That's her that's Toph's um knee, no, granddaughter. Oh, man. Shoot. I'm not Anyways, sure. Beifong. Ba- okay, not Beifong, but her sister. Oh, I don't know. I You got Yeah, she's she gets introduced <laughs> in book 3. Um and it's one of like her generals or one of her like people like off her team ends up becoming the big bad. And ugh, Spoilers. I was like, well, it was just lame. Like she, like compared to the past three, like uh, other villains that they had for each mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> like it was just oh. so. Like it was just not good. Like I feel like they should have saved like either. I feel like Amon would have been a really good one mm-hmm. for 
book four after what happened in book three, um, that would have been good. Like, I feel like they should have, like, swapped that around. They should have made, like, Earthbender Lady book one and then worked their way up to Mom because that was, that was the whole thing. Like, imagine if they had ended the last season with somebody who was taking away people's bending. Like, that would have been so intense. It would yeah. have been like, what? Like, you know, but they just kind of went from intense to kind of almost as intense to... Mm-hmm. Then they scoop, but like the villain for like book three, he's crazy. Like he's nuts. Like he is nuts. <laughs> I heard he was a really good villain. Yeah, actually. he was yeah. really good. I've and like seen the clip where he suffocates. Yes, yes. I, I saw that episode and that was awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> okay. he does not. It was like a well right, right. designed scene. Yeah. Basically, this guy, what he is, is he was like this like. Did, no spoilers, because I want to see this, oh, like... okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Whoops. I want to watch the imagine, show. <laughs> imagine getting a big bad, getting the powers that the good guys have. Oh, no. And you're like, ah! Like, this guy was already, like, a horrible you mean, person. Like, flash and anti-flash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, but it's just... Yeah, so you gotta watch it. But... And all this... I do think, you though... You sound really bent That last season just makes me no, mad. Yeah. It just makes no. me mad. But watch it. Watch it and then make your own opinions. I will. I'm inspired. Yeah, yeah you're too. welcome. But it's. I hope you don't struggle. I struggled. I felt like I was pulling my hair out of my head. Yeah. I do think even though the characters are better in the original, and maybe it's related to this, I think in a direct fight, Team Cora would win. I, oh, yeah. I think so, too. Uh, you think? Yeah. Because they, like... I mean, Mako like, can do... Mako's like a fantastic lightning bender. Yeah. Like I mean, that alone. Korra, I think, is t- more like of a warrior than Aang is. I think she'd beat him. I mean, fair. But then you also got to look at like Team Avatar, Team OG Avatar has Zuko. And Whoa. then they have Toph. Like, Toph. Come mm. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's like the biggest advantage they have. That's true. And then Katara, she's really good at waterbending. Mm-hmm. But then so is Korra. Um, yeah. And then Aang, yeah. It, and, would, it would be a tie. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. I just think that, like, I think Korra would have taken care of, like, the villains in Last Airbender faster because the team's so much, like, more just direct fight militaristic. And then Fair. Last Airbender would have taken care of a lot of the enemies in uh, Korra just because they would have either talked to them <laughs> or, like, just Use been, like, yeah, used, like, just wisdom because most of the things were, like, Hey, don't do this, and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's uh, if, true. If Iro were still alive by the events of Korra, nothing, it, nothing would happen. Yeah, nothing would happen. <laughs> Everyone would have been fine. Everyone would have been in a good Everyone mood. Been... He was the best character of all time. I'm yeah. gonna put out. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, you know what I also do like though? I want to add real quick the fighting style in Korra. That was, they kind of yeah. interpret more of like a boxing, like ring type fighting, so, yeah. which is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it was beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Very the animation and the oh. Yeah. 100%. That's what that's the biggest thing they have going for them in that show. I love like both of them. It's like cartoon but it's also like realistic but not in a weird way realistic. Yes, yes. It, they did a great job. Really, really great job. Well, on that note, we will wrap up this episode of Art Things Considered. I'm fancy there. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Where we considered some art. My name is Isabella Pico. I'm Macy Wilson. I'm Tyler Vasquez. And I'm ready to put aside this feud. Matthew Murrow, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, who we will be stealing his section every week. All right, see you next week.